the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 in Bolverde Road. During the next two hours, our experts will help you with your gardening questions when you call 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. Or come by Millburgers during the show and have your question answered in person. And now it's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Find 930. 30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome to Millburgers Garden in South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Do you want to come on the air with us? I uh, just had a quick question on peaches. Okay, well, you grab oh, that mic. You've come to the right place. Right. Well, Where's my headgear? Oh, there you go. All right. Hold on. Let him get his headgear on. I'll tell them right. you're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. You can come by like this nice gentleman and ask your gardening question. How do you know he's a nice gentleman? I can just tell. He's oh. at oh, Millburgers. Nice of course, he's, he's, he's got to work with Mark and I, so yeah. anybody, so anybody nice. comparable. Does. Yes, sir. How can we help you? Um, never grown peaches. My grandparents used to grow them in, in North Texas, and they always had multiple trees. Ooh. I'm wondering if planting a single peach tree... Will be successful, or do I need multiples for pollination? It will work. It is uh, harder to grow here than in North North Texas a peach, but uh, one like Florida King mm-hmm. with a low chill, okay, and then kind of uh, you know we're, you're dealing with uh, alkaline soil. So if you can raise 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 bed, uh, you plant it on. Uh, with a uh, wall around it or uh, just a mound, okay. that makes a big difference. But uh, that one, Florida King, I've had great luck with. The one I was looking at was the dwarf patio. Would that be successful in a pot or would it not? Well, depends on what, how you determine it successful. I'd, would it produce peaches? <laughs> I don't know that it will. Okay. I, I haven't seen that from. Have you no, seen that? No, I, I haven't seen yeah. that one. We like uh, in pots. I like citrus. Okay, sure. Uh, but but the stone fruits, uh, I haven't seen them do well in pots. Okay, but if we so if we put that one in the ground though, yeah, right. and make it alkaline, you said. Yeah, well, no, if you no, make no, no, a no, raised try, bed. Yeah, you, you want a raised bed, but you don't want it. Okay. You don't want our typical okay, soils, so it. you want to cut it with with some compost okay. and and some uh, particularly sphagnum and peat and okay. uh, ground pine bark, Great. that type of thing. Fantastic. Uh, to answer your original question, you know, can you do it with one? Absolutely. Will you produce more peaches with two? Yes. So Good it's always know. better to have two different two different varieties. Okay. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. You betcha. Thanks for coming on the air with us. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number. We're live here at Millburgers at 1604 and Bull Road with lots of your gardening peers. They're all out here. If, if you're looking for someone that's a gardener in San Antonio, chances are they are out at Millburgers. So come on by and visit with us. Uh, we've uh, got Mark Peterson, Dr. Calvin Finch, 
Uh, how did your presentation go? I understood you had three of a kind. Three of a kind? No. What did you say you had? How was your presentation? It was great. There was, there, there, was there a punchline I missed there? Yeah, yeah I, yes. I missed it too. Because uh, what's the first thing you told me when I asked you how it went? Full house. Thank you. Oh, I was, three of a kind. I was setting you up. Yeah. Go, no, no, no. It was a you full don't house. play much poker, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, yeah, it was a full, full it was better than that. Yeah. Full house. No, yeah. That's we great. Had, we he had, had a uh, full house. Yeah. Okay. We had a, a good attendance. Very, uh, a lot of great questions. And uh, everybody got a uh, potted uh, tomato. Mm-hmm. He wasn't potted. They were potting up tomatoes. Yeah, so they got to uh, do that. Uh, what what kind of questions did you get? Oh gosh, uh, oh the when do you, when can you plant them? Oh, what that's a good the, question. Uh, the best tasting. Um, a lot of questions on uh, the timing here. You know, we we talk about it's uh, relatively easy to plant to uh, be successful with tomatoes, but. That that maybe maybe that's a questionable statement. It is if you are careful about timing and varieties, it's relatively easy to so to uh, pr- produce tomatoes because we got two short seasons and not a long season. And, and a lot of people from right. Michigan, right. like Mark, or, uh, right. we, and or we Minnesota, had a, like Calvin, yeah, we had uh, a, and we had a number of those kind of people in yeah. the, in the audience too that. Are used to that long season. They, they wanted that indeterminate, and they wanted that long season. And, like, and can I, I grow big boy, uh, best boy? I, uh, no. When I uh, there was this shocked look when I said, "Well, to get ready to pull those out in the yeah. in oh, the yes. end, of, end of June or in the middle of July." And, yeah, as I say, uh, uh, just plan on Fourth of July, ripping out everything, and the horrified looks is always. <laughs> Always a little sad. <laughs> well, yeah, but the thing is, like, even at our top tomato contest, yeah. we had people that were, um, were growing them. Yeah. So, Cherokee purple. Uh, yeah. So they're, they're, they're those, um, what do we call them? Heritage? Heritage tomatoes. Uh, Her- a, lot, a lot of those. Heirloom? Heirloom. Heirloom. I knew there was an H in there. Yeah. Uh, a lot of those are indeterminate and. You know, we'll grow all summer. That's great. Yeah, and have one fruit. <laughs> but so uh, but the, we have for the uh, best results. Some yeah. yeah, some of the determinate, uh, oh, like the tycoon and uh, oh the 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 one that we're rambler that we're talking about. They they got large fruit uh, too. It's just a matter of getting them getting them in place in time or potting up so that they don't right. miss Gets don't that. miss any time. And, and get those extra couple of weeks in to get them going. Uh, that's real important. So it was, it was, it was good. There was a great okay. audience and had a full house. So. Do you have a another one coming up? Actually, we've got a butterfly and uh, okay, milkweed class coming up at uh, Education Resource Center over by Medical Center on on Saturday. Next Saturday, yeah, and then uh, then in April we've got we've got one in New Braunfels. Okay, and so. then that same Saturday, um, are you on the uh, second or the ninth? I'm on the second. Second, okay, and then the following. And yeah, then Dave, David. David's going to be here. Yeah, 
What's David doing? Is vegetables? Yeah, it's uh, spring vegetables. What are we hearing? I don't know. He's playing around with the no, computer. Uh, the, uh, no, the, my cord is not, it's not happy. So, but, oh. but it'll get happy in a minute. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And I don't know whether to be happy or worried or sad about all the things that are blooming now. I know. You and I were talking about yeah. it. We, we had, uh, I, I saw some blue bonnets along the road, uh, 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 red buds. Yeah, uh, red buds are blooming and, up the storm. Uh, yeah, I've Mexican seen some red buckeye. buds. And what's the other? Oh. The mountain laurel. laurels. Yeah, oh, the mountain laurels. Spring. I've seen some gorgeous mountain laurels. Right here on Caleb, we can declare it spring. <sighs> it seems a little early for spring. <laughs> but it is what it is. Where did you see the blue bonnets? South of town. I was in Poth last week. Oh, okay. Poth in Floresville. Okay. But, uh, yeah, the... Uh, there were There were a few here and there. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, the number to call with your gardening questions. Um, let's see. Oh, and Calvin wrote about tomatoes, you said. Yes, he wrote about tomatoes. He uh, took a plunge, and he wrote about the Rodeo Tomatoes, the Rambler. So uh, are... the, main, the main thing I took away was, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a big fruit. Um just like a last year's Thunderbird. Uh, okay. Thing. And then what we've been talking about, pot them up, uh, get them in the ground. Uh, as soon, I'm not in the ground, in the pot, because I right. hesitated for a moment. I went, oh, do we do we have them here? We'll have to ask Grace. Uh, I, I, no, I don't think they're here I, yet. I don't think not here yet. But I don't think there are many places, if many places yet. Yeah, Calvin's shaking his head. So. But, but we uh, there's of course every every year there's a new rodeo tomato declared and so we were able to uh, recruit a bunch of good ones like the tycoon and rambler I mean and uh, Amelia and yeah I know I liked Amelia um, uh-huh. I went back Celebrity. and read about it and uh, I, I went oh yes and so that's why it was a rodeo tomato for two years yeah it had a lot of good aspects. You Good remember taste. it, huh? Yeah, well, I had to have a little hint last week. Oh. Uh, <laughs> we, we cheated. And we all we, need we, a little bit. Yeah. yeah, we cheated and we went back and looked at the list. And then I went, oh, yeah, Amelia. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so it was, it, it was rated high on taste and um, size. It was It was a medium, but it was good. Good tasting. Did you see all the tomatoes? I, I couldn't get back to the uh, greenhouse. Did you go back and look? Yes. So Any, any uh, cherries? So, any uh, of the 968s or the root? No, no, no. Uh, so I did not look. I was looking oh, okay. to see uh, the cherries. Um, uh, Trace uh, implied that he was having some in. Uh, last week we had Juliet. We had Sweet 100. And um, another one the, of the cherries. But not the 968. Not yet. Or the Ruby Crush? Ruby Crush. That was the other one. Thank oh, you. Oh, wow. That's yeah. a good one. So uh, that is a, a grape grape uh, tomato, uh, kind of a little pear-shaped one. And uh, so that's what we have. And then we had, like we said, we had Tycoon, uh, Amelia, 
some Thunderbird, I believe, some Red Snapper. Uh, oh, they were in the one. They were potted up. Already. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. So, so there's a lot of a lot of good choices here already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that uh, Ruby Crush. I'm, I hope some of the, uh, the we talked about Ruby Crush at the class as one of the hmm. top, top tasting. Yes, last year I had uh, 968 and Ruby Crush, and I was still harvesting right up to the first big freeze. Yeah. And they're they're generally the first ones to produce some fruit right. too. Right. Oh, I didn't. That's know that. why I like the cherries because <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fruit early and late and throughout the summer. Cool. All right. Cool. Cool. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven and toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Or come on by, Millburgers. It's so fun to see all the colors. It's so fun to see all the people. It's so fun to see the people who bring pups. To uh, we've, we've had big pups, little pups today. What? Are you talking about children? Or, no, or, 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 no or, really pups. Uh, like uh, like she's got that little dog, that oh, dog over okay. there. Okay. That dog's been doing a lot of shopping. Yeah. It's, I'm surprised you can push the cart like that. That's amazing. <laughs> on its hind legs. <laughs> What's that? On its hind legs. Yes. It. Yeah. yeah that's the, a, the big copy, uh, shopping cart. That's a, that's a real useful dog. All right. Two one zero. Where do you see a dog pulling the <laughs> cart? Oh, I saw you. Uh, you missed it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> dog walking around. Yeah. I'm just doing yeah. on its hind legs. Sunglasses. Woof. Woof. Yeah. You would have you would have enjoyed the uh, yesterday at the uh, our neighborhood. Uh, <laughs> Tilly and uh, Dar- Darcy had uh, treed the fox again. Oh no! Oh. But I, I, I get the, this. I get this impression that the fox decides it, when he yeah, wants to be yeah. treed. When, oh. yeah. Yeah. But all, all the neighbor, all the neighbors were coming, coming over and looking at it him, and, a, the, and the little bit, little kids, and the neighbors showing. It was a, it was a gray fox. A gray, yeah, 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 yeah. Very, very uh, attractive and. It's kind of like, yeah, yeah, this is pretty interesting. Yeah. And uh, then we had a break, and we all went to do more tasks, and then some more neighbors came. So I went out there, and the fox was gone. I said, huh. Where, how in the heck does he get down and up without uh, seeing him? He get, he's, uh, they're amazing climbing, I yeah, guess. They, foxes uh, have that ability. That's one of their unique traits of the fox family. Is they can climb trees, and into garages and roofs and oh, all that kind of stuff. Yes, the stuff you don't want them to do. Yeah, okay. but the, but they're so cute. They're, you know, you kind of like let them do that. Well, Dorothy, uh, Dorothy does not. Uh, the master gardener that we've talked about yeah, a lot. Yeah. Dorothy does not think they're cute. Oh. Uh, they eat her, eat the figs off of her fig tree. And, oh, okay, and, all right. Ha- raise yes, raise their young that. under the. Under her shed, yeah. So she that she thinks it's uh, time they moved along. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Again, lots of geraniums here, and you were talking. One of y'all was talking during the break about the geraniums and the yeah. We both were talking. So uh, uh, a woman had a big pot that kind of faced towards the sun. Mm-hmm. And she was asking about bougainvilleas. Well, we usually don't get the bougainvilleas here until later when it gets really warm. Hot. 
and she but she wanted some color and it was a big pot so we were saying well you can get some geraniums right now uh and the, and then she was wondering about how long she, could she grow them in the sun okay and so we went well unfortunately they don't like to hot texas sun but if you get the fantasia you can linger that uh uh go on into the warm months a little bit longer than than other flowers but you would have to get something else come summer. Okay. More bougainvillea. And and then I kept telling her bougainvillea was the right choice for that pot in that location. Oh, but it's... But uh, the, the, our availability right now is limited. I think our cyclamen is still the one we protected from the cold is still doing well. That's good. Yeah, yeah my, we, my we, we, look good. Yes, we have a table full of cyclamen and some primula left. Yeah, and the so. geraniums. Oh, and uh, the drift roses. Yes. Was a, Are uh, they booming? Uh, yes. Yeah, I've, seen, I've seen some coming by. And the reds. Them. Yeah. And that. They had a whole big section of red. People seem to be gravitating toward them and, yeah. and getting them because I think I've seen some go by in carts. Uh and Trace is but, up on the porch with us. What you yeah. say, Trace? It's a wonderful day. It is a wonderful day, and there's wonderful. lots of folks out here today, which is great. So I, I was telling, you know, on the radio, saying it's great to see all the color out here at the nursery. There'll be more coming, I'm guessing. But Oh, you bet. Yeah, but also it's great to see I, all the people. I have a heavy pencil for next week. Uh-oh. Mm. That could be good. Coming in. Anything exciting? Up. Oh. Uh, um, a lot more perennials than we've had. Before. Good. Before or well, that we've had recently? It's considering it's February. It's, oh, uh, okay. A lot, a lot more than we would normally stock, but I think spring is here. That's what Mark's declared it's spring. I have declared it's spring. I have seen the mountain laurel bloom. Now, this is all south of town. This was in Poth. Uh, yeah, mine have started, but they're just barely starting. Yeah. Uh, earlier, we were talking about tomatoes. Uh, do you know what you have available right now? I, I know what uh, I, I know what I had this morning, but that's a completely <laughs> no, different thing true. than what's out well, there now. We are selling some. Yes, please come by and get the, your favorite tomato right now. Calvin and I have been talking about that. Come by well, and get it. What did you have this morning? Um, I always like to wait until he's uh, chewing on his cookie. Yeah, but, we had celebrity tycoon Amelia. For sure, and then there was other like seven or eight other varieties too. Okay. Well, they, but oh, seven or eight. They're okay. in the large potting. They're in the large pots. All, all of them. Mm, most of them are going to be four inch or four and a half inch. There are a few varieties in gallons. Uh huh. There's uh, Thunderbird, Thunderbird, and Red so, Snapper. So Thunderbird costs more than all the other ones. Oh, really? So it made the more. Seed wise, so uh, it made more sense for gallon cans. Uh huh. Okay. So I believe I have gallon cans coming the first part of the week. Yeah. And uh, you had, we were wondering, did you, you had Ruby Crush, didn't you? I think that's in the same boat. I think they're on that uh, early part of the week gallon cans. Okay. Okay. And what yeah. folks can do is call the nursery. You'll find the number. Uh, I can give it to you, but you'll find it at millburgernursery.com. And you can get on the the kind of the waiting list, and so they'll call you when the things come in. So that way you know they're in. They'll give you you know what came in, the price, and all that good stuff. It's two one zero four nine seven three eight 
210-497-3760. But it's at millburgernursery.com. That's what? No. 210-497-3760. But, again, the website, millburgernursery.com, has that on there, too. All right. 210, people driving can't write things down. So yeah. No, that's why we do it. I was going to do it a third time. But that's not. It's okay. Yeah, just. Right. You can get it on the website. All right. Let's do this. Let's take a quick break. While we do, give us a call and be a part of the show. Tell, what's go- tell us what's going on in your gardening world. Or better yet, come on out here. All your peers are out here doing shopping and having a nice time and picking out great plants. That one you want It's going to get gobbled up if you don't hurry over here real quick. You know that one you've been talking about? Yep. Hurry. Uh, we'll be back in a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Oh, man, there we go. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. We welcome you to come on by, too. And by the way, uh, we always mention this, but now that uh, the weather's warming up, too. Um, well, no, this gentleman has lovely tattoos. Oh, I have to the I have, very nice. All right, Spider- wildflowers. They were all wild. oh, okay. wildflowers. So cool, very nice. So, with the warm weather, means bugs are going to be coming out and moving around. So, you roaches, rats, uh, all kinds and of other stuff. rascals. Other rascals, very nice. Yeah. So, if you're uh, got wascally uh, roaches, roaches, yeah, uh, as Elmer Fudd says, or whatever you got, Spider Man, termite and pest control. Since 1976, they have been helping uh, families and businesses in San Antonio to be pest free. Uh, the one thing that you'll hear when you hear those success stories is that. Um, they looked at the problem holistically, not only treated the symptom, which would be the spray or the putting out baits, but also why you were having the problem so that you would also stop having the problem. So if you want a company that's going to look at this situation holistically, solve it, and has been doing this since 1976, go Spider-Man Pest. So it's GoSpiderManPest.com is the website, GoSpiderManPest.com, or you can check them out online. I'm sorry, you can call them up at 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721. But check them out. You'll like dealing with Warren, Remy, and the gang over there at Spider-Man. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Um, what else is going on, gentlemen? What have we talked about? Uh, Calvin's article a little bit. Did we cover all that? All that good stuff? Yeah. Well, we didn't. We didn't actually talk about it. Oh, let's talk. I, about I it. just mentioned that he uh, he he took a leap of faith and was mentioning the Rambler, which is the uh, twenty twenty four Rodeo Tomato, right? Which and then he was talking about all the aspects which you should be doing right now. You should be planting them up. And protect them from the wind, but in a sunny location, and then getting ready to plant March 15th. Is that well, what we usually that, that's say? That's what I target, yeah. yeah. April 1st, if you're a little more conservative. Mark, I mean. Uh, or in the hill country. Oh, yeah, yes. That's true. Yeah. That's a good point. But the weather this week is going to be the cold. Well, yeah. 
Well, the that co- way we the had coldest that temperature I can find is class. 47. But it's it's so warm today, isn't that? You did everything. On- <laughs> yeah. How That's- long have you lived in Texas? Yeah. <laughs> You're saying it could change rapidly? Like- I'm saying it could change rapidly. Okay. Yes. Well, there's so uh, we had an interesting discussion of the containers. Uh, I, I, I interpreted that they would heat up first, but they'd also cool down again. So. so uh, <laughs> It was an issue, so yeah. you can you can win and you can lose if you yeah. gamble a little bit. So yeah, so that's just it. Pot them up now. All right. Uh, and then also Calvin in the article made a good point about uh, mixing in the fertilizer. So you you were using Osmocote, but that's not the only thing. Uh, but you were pre-mixing that in the mix when you're potting it up. Yeah, and. Uh, you, you know, it's a basically a, a slow-release uh, material, but if you get it in there early and you uh, mix it in the soil and uh, wet it, um, I, I've had great, I've had good luck with potting up with it. With it. Well, I, I can't remember, but what, but what was the other? If we don't use a slow release, what were you recommending? Oh, miracle, miracle grow every every week. Okay, that works. That works good. You can do both come to think of it if you want to but but you're um if you you know if you're going into a a big container uh from from your potting up container then you you want that ready for action and then the other thing is you probably want to use 19.59 in the your garden okay rather rather than uh osmocote I'm, i'm sure glad my wife did not come (laughs) <laughs> well, I'd have to buy all three of those again. Uh, yeah, she, You told her the class was next week, right? There you go. <laughs> uh, I told her it was full. Oh, okay. But uh, now, did he mention any of the attributes? I think you said it was a large tomato. Yeah. For the rambler? Yes. Uh, so for the, uh, you know, it's relatively large. Yeah. Uh, in, in other parts of the country, you go really, really big tomatoes. Oh. We don't really want that because we have a determinant. Okay. And we want them to grow large, but not quick, excessively large. So a little so. bit bigger than tennis ball? Yeah. Okay. At, at least that's what I, I read. You know, it was so. What, what, hap- what happens if it grows too fast, Milton? It splits its skin. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, or in, inconsistent watering. That's always the thing. So people have uh, two things. They'll have the blossom in rot, mm-hmm. and they'll also uh, crack. And it's it's almost always inconsistent watering. Yeah. And one another, yeah, that's another issue is the uh, people that are growing them in containers that are using those very small containers. Yeah. I I don't recommend less than uh, fifteen gallons, but. Technically, you could well, probably. You convinced my wife to get a twenty-four inch box, a bunch of them. <laughs> you did, or you, I did. You did. Oh. You did. <laughs> did she, I, she listens did to she you. Go ahead and buy the most expensive one, like I recommended. Probably. <laughs> I, I never saw the bill. So oh, is a, that why she kept showing to you, going forgiveness? Rather, and you went more expensive over there. Forgiveness yeah. rather than permission is, is her motto. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, so nothing, uh, nothing too small for tomatoes. I'm trying to. Uh, what, but the cherries, you can go a little smaller, right? It's well, a bigger plant. Yeah. Uh, in my mind, uh, it's... Uh, oh. They la- same they size la- or bigger. Mark brought up a good point. He's, well, we, we were talking about it. it. 
blooms fastest and produces fruit yeah. fastest. And then it also keeps producing fruit. They like the BHN and the Ruby Crush, they all keep they were, producing they were fruit producing longer. All the, all the way until December, for the first big freeze. Are there any? My, um, my cherries were like two feet taller than my regular ones. Were they? Oh wow! And even and one of them was dwarf cherry surprise. So huh. and did you do them in a container? Twenty four inch box. Yeah. It's, oh oh, that's what Calvin. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what Calvin <laughs> sold her. <laughs> that, that poor twenty four inch box. It's hated now. Uh, every time Trey sees it, and, and, they, and they had to match too. So uh, every one of my plumerias is also in a twenty four inch box. And I, uh. and I said, suggested she use m- m- mahogany. Did she do that? Uh. <laughs> Teak. That would have been <laughs> me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that probably would have been. Yeah, yeah. We, should, we should make their own containers. Would they be better, difficult to make? Uh, I better not tease her or I'll get No, them. but super expensive with oh, okay. Teak, anyway. What's that? With Teak. It's a bit, yeah, Teak would be more resistant oh. Oh, against oh. water. So That's what they make boats out of, or used yes. to, anyway. Okay. See. I was just curious since I know this you is what the, the things that we talk about off the air all the time about boats and sailing. Is that right? Yeah. I didn't know that. All right. 210-308-8867. Let's talk about some of the things that you'll find on sale here at Mel Burgers. We talked a little bit about the geraniums, mm-hmm. uh, five and a half inch and the 10 inch uh, pots. Uh, and are these are these some of the roses over there? Uh, yes, those are the double knockouts so yeah. you can see from here. Now, I was going to say, a uh, gentleman, uh, I was trying to help a gentleman this morning. He wanted a yellow one. Now, he already had a yellow uh, knockout? No, no, no. A, a yellow rose. So mm-hmm. I, we were trying to find Grandma's yellow. So it's out there. It's out there. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, good. So I, the, I didn't get it out of my hands and knees. So give or take. Yeah. Those are not easy so to those, get for yeah, people. Those were out there. You can't see them. They're on yeah. the other side of the geraniums. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, oh it's straight okay. Yes. But those are not easy to find, are they? Uh, normally, the answer is no. So I, gra- I buy a bunch when I can find them and sell okay. off of them until I can find some more. But, uh, yeah, mm. you had the Old Blush uh, and uh, Mrs. Dudley's Cross. Calvin's favorite, Martha Gonzalez, is out there. Metabolist. That's mine. And uh, and a whole variety of knockouts. I think it's single and double. Uh, the double reds are on special. Yeah. The uh, drift, there was quite a few yes. drifts. There, there, there was a lot of drift. Uh, the staff was putting them out this morning. Four colors, if I remember correctly. Let's see. The double uh, knockouts in the number three pot. Normally $34.99. Now twenty eight eighty eight. Drift roses. Let's see. Uh, choose from popcorn, which I'm guessing is white with yellow. Is that, or just white? Uh, red, peach, and coral. Number three pot, twenty-eight eighty. All right. Did you have a question? I'm sorry. No. Um, let's see. Trace, can you answer a question in Spanish? I can try. Okay. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. 210-308-8867 and toll free 866-308-8867 and let's see fruit trees as well it, yes uh, I was also going to mention the fruit trees yeah y'all have had a lot of pear questions this morning so we had a couple of pear questions a peach question and uh, we still have a lot of trees available right here so uh, 
Calvin and I's favorite peach is Florida King. Mm-hmm. And we have a, um, uh, I think we had red, some Red Baron here. Uh, pears, we have a variety. We have some Warren and Aaron, Eras and Kiefer. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I like pears for this area, for particularly San Antonio. I like citrus, pear, and figs. I think those are almost, what do I want to say? Guaranteed. Okay. Uh, those are my three favorites. And you had the question on uh, the pears, too. Um, I'm trying to, I can't remember if it was off the air or on the air. So, so about getting one or two. Right. So, on the stone fruit, when we used to have these big uh, fruit tree giveaways with San Antonio trees and uh, or San Antonio Forest and the Parks and Recreation Department. Uh, that we would uh, have, well, it was usually Rob and I on the air uh, answering questions. And uh, so one of the most prevalent questions was, do I need one or two? Right. And Hang so on, the, Gary. So the question is, yes, you can grow fruit well with just one tree. You can grow more, it will produce more if you have two varieties. Now, you want the two varieties to pollinate at approximately the same time. So okay. That was always an issue with the apples. Uh, we'd get two of the recommended apples. Uh, unfortunately, they would they would pollinate at two different two different times. Oh. So they weren't really working. Very they weren't well. helping each other. Yeah. Gary is on the line. We'll come back to this in a second with a rose question at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hi, Gary. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Not doing great. Uh, what I was calling, I have a large balcony uh, that has a wrought iron railing around it, and I want to put uh, some roses up there on the balcony. Uh, what would be a good variety that you know wouldn't wouldn't get too uh, tall? I don't think I want a tea rose, but uh, would a what, what variety would be good for up there and how large a container? Would All right. Be? I can see traces. We're both chomping out the back. Does it face south or is it full it sun? It faces south. It faces is, south is, and then it has a portion that is uh, extreme full sun. Okay. So no awning is where I was going. Right. No. no so we're it, both it in the same direction. Sun. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and how big a pot are you wanting to do? Um... I don't want to go more than 18 inches. Is that okay. possible? It, it is short run. Um, so almost any of them are growing there for probably a couple of years. But at some point, you got to be in a bigger pot for almost every rose bush other than the miniatures. Uh, you might be able to accomplish that in a, an 18 or 20-inch pot for a much longer period of time. Okay. Uh, Depth-wise, I was thinking wide, 18 inches, and depth. If I went deeper on the depth, would that help them? Uh, a little. Uh, so the root system still wants to be the root system. So however tall that plant is supposed to get, realistically, you'd want a pot that's at least that deep. And however wide that plant is supposed to get, you'd want a pot at least that wide to have any long-term success. Short-term success, I don't think you're going to have any any real issue with any of them, but it may be only a couple of years before you have to 
either switch or buy bigger pots. Move those to the ground and buy some more resins. Right. Okay. I could do that. Uh, All right. right. Uh, What variety would be the best? There you go. That's the next question. I was going to answer that question. What color do you like? Yeah. Red or yellow? Red or yellow? Okay. So knockout. And I like Tropicana, but I I don't really want to tea rut. So. uh, so out of what I got red, right now, I'd say, that, orange. I'd say that double the double red knockout would probably be the best out of what I have now. Yep. Now the second week of Marchish, I will have all of the hybrids in where you'll get other options and colors. Yeah. Right, right now, oh, okay. what we have on the on the the ground is um, Martha Gonzalez, Marie Pave, which is a miniature. Wow, it's dwarfish. Uh, now that's that's more of a peachy peachy pink I don't know but uh, those two would be good so what you're looking for is a small almost dwarf rose uh, and that right now my morning look that's what I would recommend for you but the the, okay. the knockout the dwarf knockout or, or and we do have dwarf knockout yeah dwarf knockout or regular knockout yep I, I think I'll go with the dwarf knockout so it's not called that, though. Just so when yes. you come in, it's a petite knockout. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm it's sorry. It's real name. Not yet. Yeah. Okay. I'll be politically correct. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. <laughs> just joking. All right. Just joking. Thank All right. you, Gary. All right. Thank you. And, 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 and the one last thing, good quality planting mix. Right. And and how, how often do I feed them? Depends on or what you Or should I use. feed them? Oh, Yes, religiously. So if you have a memory okay. like me, I would say Osmocote. Um, if you Osmocote, have, okay. So that would be my first answer because I know I'm not going to remember to do it uh, very often anyway. Uh, second possibility would be a fertilizer that has a systemic insecticide in it to lessen your chances for insects. Uh, so we carry, oh, a couple, okay. we carry a couple of those. We also carry water-soluble, but you got to remember to do it every two weeks. Uh, so it really comes down to your preference and what you're going to remember to do. And just keep the water off the leaves as much as possible, right? Yeah, definitely. That's an instigator for all kinds of issues. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, thank you all. Thank you, Gary. You take care. All right. Adrian is on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Adrian, how are you doing today? Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Why, thank you kindly. I am listening to you guys as I'm driving back from uh, Calvin Finch's talk this morning. And I am lucky lucky enough to have a tycoon uh, tomato, which I could not get last year. And while I was at Millburgers, I picked up a double pink ground cover rose from Store Roses. And uh, I, I don't remember which which brand it was, but I'm looking forward to it. I want to put in my two cents worth for Juliet tomatoes. I plant them every year, and now I put them in a hanging basket because they will just flow over and keep blooming until forever. 
They are so wonderful. That was one of the I, ones we all. That was the one one of the ones we always recommended for that topsy turvy fad that, that everybody yes, did. For that topsy turvy thing. Well, the first time I planted it, it just it took over my garden. It went everywhere. It climbed, it started to climb up the fence, and uh, I I picked a tomato in January, and one of my master gardener buddies said, "Wow, you have been cultivating this." the whole time i said no it just won't die <laughs> i'm not doing anything I, i'm hearing milton proof yeah <laughs> i'm liking this yeah, well, yeah are you looking yeah, it, it up was, no but i can uh, no I, I thought that's what you were doing uh when you first mentioned it oh okay uh well, so, i i became aware of it because we we're looking for a smaller tomato earlier in the year and you had gotten that one and it mentioned it so um, it's yeah. been around a long time. Yeah, I just didn't know. Remember us talking about it. And that's that's uh, that's my two cents worth, guys. Well, I thank you. Thank you. To you. So, and thank uh, you, Calvin, for the uh, excellent presentation this morning. I will. Uh, I might have to email you to get some notes for an article I'm writing, and it features you. Oh, mm. all right. Nice. <laughs> thank you. Hey, okay, Master. Master gardeners love you guys. All right, well, you take care. It. Thank, Thank you. you, Milton. I've seen one okay. of those that was six foot by six foot. Wow, really? Yeah. Oof. What's that? A, Ju- a Juliet? Yes. Yeah. Wow, man. Okay. All right, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 a.m. The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Here's a fun little tip for you. If you're a foodie or just enjoy eating or you just enjoy giving your family high-quality, delicious food, then you need to know about Prusky's Market. Right there on Highway 87 in Atkins, Texas, not too far, uh, but just right in terms of uh, everything that you'll find there. High-quality meats like the Yanta Ranch's meats, which are the natural beef, so no growth hormones, no antibiotics, delicious sausages, all kinds of things that are uh, prepared like the... um the, sorry, the bacon-wrapped stuff that they have or the pinwheels, uh, you'll find he all of it. just gets distracted. When I, I do. Well, you're thinking about the food. I know. I know. It's I, making me know, hungry, Anything, too. Anything with bacon is better. Yeah. And that you'll find all kinds of great rubs and sauces uh, at Prusky's Meat Market. It's award-winning uh, beef and an award-winning uh, uh, meat market right there in Atkins, Texas. Folks who are from Atkins, you ask them and they'll, oh, yeah, I know about that. We've been going there forever. They're great. Uh, but if, you, uh, if you're new to it. Uh, then go ahead and maybe uh, enjoy this nice day. Take a ride out there and uh, enjoy Prusky's Market. You'll enjoy the service you get, all the selections and more. Uh, in the meantime, go to Prusky's Market, me, sorry, Prusky's Meat Market.com, Prusky's Meat Market.com, and uh, you can also get 210 830 
seven sorry two one oh eight three oh two two seven eighty three twenty two all right two one oh three oh eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number two one oh three oh eight eighty eight sixty seven um yeah so what we we were talking about oh the pairs and stuff and then you pointed out uh for Gary that if he's looking for a large container we can yes, actually give him a sale item that just we- so happened that uh, he was talking about an 18 inch container and uh the 22 inch heavy rimmed pot is on sale terracotta a lovely mm-hmm. a lovely pot for a rose um is on sale so, so regularly 204 they're on sale now at three for 100. Yeah. So that's a significant savings. Yeah, it's a good deal and good savings. And, and you might. And those will last a very long time, those uh, heavy the, rimmed terracotta pots. Yeah, they're, they, look, they look tough. So uh, come on out to Millburgers and you'll see those. And that's a great opportunity. Uh, lots of great opportunities here at Millburgers with things on sale. Did we miss anything? We, we did talk about pre emergence and. Uh, the uh, pre-emergent, I believe, is one of the pre-emergents that we talked about is on sale. Yeah, yeah I'm reading it right now. Yep. Is that Dimension? It, that it, is it, Dimension, yeah. yes. That's so, so Dimension is specially formulated for grass, crabgrass, and other, and then some other grass, grassy uh, weeds. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, the 12-pound uh, no, bag. It's just, I don't know. You want me to just hold it here? No, that's no, okay. okay. No, I'll do it. 12-pound. Normally $24.99, and uh, now there are two bags, uh, two of the 12-pound bags on sale for $40. So two for 40 on the uh, pre-emergent. Yeah. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. What else should folks be doing in the uh, garden right now? Uh, we have some... Uh, Since you've uh, declared it spring. I have declared it spring. Keep um, keep keep. Uh, cutting that uh, the weeds, the yeah. rescue grass. That's, it's, uh, I asked Milton earlier this morning, what do I always say about controlling weeds? Mow, 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 and mow again. Now, if you get bed straw, I always like uh, just raking that. that that's, that's a yeah, kind uh, of yeah. satisfying. On, on some of the Facebook uh, groups that I'm on, you know, there everybody was talking about oh, what do I do with this broom straw, or, or another name's the the vel- cleavers or velcro weed. That's all the name. What, is that, break is it up. Not weed is not not weed. One of the names. I think I think it's another name, or I don't know. It, they they have all different kinds of names on it. But I'm like you. I just break it up into a big ball and dispose of it, or better yet, burn it. Yeah. Uh, Why is that so? Well, no, all foresters are pyro, pyromaniacs. Oh, are I didn't know that. Yes, they are. Oh, man. And that, well, if that, you're from that, Michigan or Minnesota, yeah. burning is, uh, well, in the old days, is a way of life. Yeah. Was, uh, uh, so I was trying to explain that to somebody is, uh, when I was five years old helping my father uh, because we all had a 55-gallon drum in the back hmm. with a screen, and we'd burn everything. Everything. Garbage, please. Okay. Garden um, waste. I was going to gripe a little bit. The um, Oh. I know. The uh, rescue grass. So I mowed the uh, the yard again. Um, 
last week, and it looked great for like two days, and then it's already growing back, and it, it needs to be mowed again this week. Now it's uh, it's, it's, it's also uh, I noticed a, uh, a lot of places it's starting to go to seed, so it's going to get a little spray. Uh, I was, yeah. was going to say, yeah, do it, mow, mow again. Uh, you know, mm. the best way is to mow on an angle, so you mow. It one way, and then you mow 90 degrees the other way. And the, the it, fo- it looks like a baseball field, in other words. Oh, okay. And the folks that have started, that the started mowing and doing it on a regular basis, the, gra- the rescue grass really looks good. Yeah. Why is doing the 90-degree thing? It, it makes it an even cut. Uh, if you oh. cut it all one way all the time, it just kind of starts to bend hmm. in that direction. I didn't know so, that. So then you cut it and it makes it... An even, an even appearance, which is one of the reasons why they do that in the baseball diamonds. I did not so, know that. So as soon as I said baseball, you knew immediately what I was yeah. talking about. Yeah. So kind of go to one end of the yard, turn around, and do another no, one. No, no, do uh, yeah, go all one way, and then repeat at ninety degrees. Oh, so you're mowing it twice. Oh, okay. But. You, you you will basically you're, you're making an even cut all the way through. Okay. And you will partially solve that problem of uneven appearance later on. You know, rapid growth and an uneven appearance. Okay. That's yeah. not terrible. I got to charge. No, you got to do it. Charge enjoy. that battery. Go out there and enjoy it. Yeah. Put on a little uh, music and yeah, exactly. headphones. And- it's a very peaceful, restful experience mowing your lawn. Is it now? Yes, it is. Okay, I'm going to have to take your that's, word for that's, it. That's my story. I'm standing by it. I don't know if anybody else can appreciate this. No, and no, no. I hope I don't uh, offend or have people laugh at me. But with a dog and high grass, you do your best to pick up tennis balls that you've thrown to the dog and then you start mowing the yard. And maybe there's a secret I'm, I'm missing. But, yeah, you're just happily... Well, well you're picking then, up other stuff other than the dog. Other than the oh, I, yeah, that that part, I'm not worried about. It was, hoses and electrical lines. No, hoses are fine. I didn't want to know electrical lines. It's tennis balls. Because Uh-oh. tennis balls and a lawnmower make a hideous sound. It's just... <laughs> ah, what was that? And then you, you need to go get more tennis balls because you chopped them in half. But I couldn't see it. I picked up all the tennis balls well, I could I'm, see. I'm sure the mower didn't appreciate it either. I'm sure the mower did not appreciate it. Yeah, it didn't sound like it did. By the way, uh, everyone, uh, yes, you need to sharpen your blades now. Oh. Now, now is always the time to sharpen your blades. Take this Take this opportunity to sharpen your blades. How easy is that to do yourself, or do you bring them something? No, you can, you can do it. Yeah, there's there's actually little th- You go to a local hardware store, and you can get little uh, little guides and, and sharpeners and sharpen the uh, the blade. The, the the blade that's twirling and, the, and that it cuts against. It, cut, it cuts. There is another blade in, okay. in, in the housing. For these are rotary. Right. Rotary mowers. As compared to the real mowers? As or? compared to the real mowers. Okay. Um, the R-E-E. Right. And That's what I meant. It's also an R-E-A. Is it? Yes. It's the only, only oh, real mower. Oh. 
And those are just the push. Do they have electro, uh, or electric or gas real mowers or just yeah, the yeah, push? It's not the push. Okay. The push is the only real one. Ah. But that those, you have to do a little bit more um, guiding and, and uh, sharpening. Okay. You still can use a little tool that they'll have. All right. We're going to take a quick break. <laughs> You'll have to. Uh, Audience is just going, please. No, please, no, Please, let's no. take a break. No, no, no. We do, honestly. We have to take a break and come back in a moment with more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas on The Answer. We're back with Milberger's Gardening South Texas, live from Milberger's Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 in Bolverde Road. Come out to visit or call us at 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. And now back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. And we welcome your calls at 210-308-8867. 8867 or come on by still lots of folks here it's great to see all the activity uh people are enjoying the new parking lot um and the big dance is that why they're here yeah (laughs) calvin um and the big dance floor yes the big dance floor now that we have um yeah so uh you mentioned before we came back you mentioned uh we were in a we're in a transition period between our winter vegetables and the the, the midsummer ones. We're, we're we're moving to the early spring, early summer. Okay, so uh, besides the tomatoes, which we won't plant until the middle of next month, uh, we generally start doing squashes, uh, green beans, southern peas, mm-hmm. uh, some of the collards. Swiss chard, spinach, leeks, lettuce, turnips, and cucumbers. Anything else that we should be planting right about now? Rutabagas. Yeah, rutabagas. Always. Never, we, never we, we have we've we've already done the onions and the potatoes already. I, I, how about I think lettuce still. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was surprised. I wrote it down specifically yeah. because I was surprised. Uh, I was going to the recommended list. For Bear County, I didn't have very good uh, luck with lettuce so this spring. Yeah, um, I, 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 some other gardeners have. I know Bart, my neighbor, has this big lush Crawford lettuce. So <laughs> that, beautiful, there, that beautiful his, green color. I love the Crawford lettuce green is. And it's in these uh, kind of trays with limited soil and i got mine in this big, big <laughs> garden area and have nothing these are kind yeah. of growing over the top and everywhere and we got a doesn't um, seem fair yeah. so any other herbs now that we can so, switch oh, you to so yes thank you milton sure so we are in that transitory period we're going from our cool weather uh, herbs uh most notably cilantro and mm-hmm. dill and parsley uh, so we're moving towards the more summer ones like oregano, or as the Europeans say, oregano. Oh, okay. And, and um, basil. Uh, we still can do some time, time right now. And we have time. Uh, <laughs> I knew that was coming. I know. I know you were. Uh, uh, some, what's the, uh, some of the other summer ones? Um, uh yeah, can't remember right now. Okay, in the summer ones, but 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 basil is the big one that will be coming up. Basil, uh, oregano, 
And, uh, oh, the sages. We do the sages. Oh, rosemary. How oh, could I okay. Forget? Rosemary. All right. And we, uh, 210-308-8867. Robert, uh, I believe this morning sent a question in. Uh, to, to me at Milton at KLUP.com. I don't have a picture. That would have helped, I guess. But I'll read you what he says. Maybe this is, is, is obvious. What's dropping from my chinkapin oak? What looks like bird droppings on my pickup? Each dropping has brown seed-like things in the center and is very difficult to remove. Uh, I have not seen birds roosting in it as of yet. The tree is about 60 feet tall and sits next to a circle drive, thinking of taking it down. Oh, geez. Oh, no. Oh, no. 60 feet? Yeah. Yeah, so it, it is a very mature chinkapin if it's 60 feet. And uh, with the leaves off, I, I don't know. My first thought is, yes, indeed, it's a, some kind of bird. Okay. It wouldn't be from the tree because there's no... No sap coming down, um, right. uh, unless there's some kind of other wildlife. Uh, I would, I wouldn't know about it. Now, of course, we're, we're making a far-fetched guess here. I was just relating that the uh, white-winged doves are are flying in flocks now. Well, that would be a good one. Yes, and they and they are. Uh, they does that describe? They like those kind of leafless yeah, t- trees. I'm, no, I'm not a a. a Bird poop Expert. analyst. Yeah. 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 However, however, that sounds just like because they would come in early and leave. Mm. So they could be here early in the morning, and then they would leave okay. early in the morning. So that's a good guess. Okay. Uh, Hopefully that helped you, Robert. Uh, but yeah, there's nothing in the tree. There's yeah. No so leaves. So it, there's not a whole lot of. Activity going on. It doesn't ooze any sap, right? So, uh, would you imagine it's a temporary inconvenience and a oh yes, or a temporary yeah. issue? We'll call uh, it that. Like okay, uh, maybe a couple thousand dollars for it to take it down. Oh, and and then you're you're left without a tree, and that would be inconvenient. Yeah. All right. So well, we plus Mark loves those chinkapins. I know it's uh, my favorite tree. It's my favorite tree. Okay. All right, so there you go, Robert. Hopefully that helped you. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. How's it going, Trace? Welcome back. Still going okay? Oh, yeah. Okay. Let me bring it's, you. It's fun when it gets like this. Yeah, it looks like you're having fun helping people. Um, can I can I ask the question? What's What are the customers asking you this week? I saw everything now. Oh, really? Good. I'm cleaning up. Wind to fertilize their grass, so grass is still up there. Uh, pre-emergence are still up there. Compost uh, is a lot of answers to uh, what we can do now. Okay. And uh, someday, correct me if I'm wrong, someday saws may say we can only water our grass every other week instead of every week. <sighs> heavy side. It's a heavy side. So, so when that happens, Milton. If it happens, yes. Okay. When right. that happens, Milton. Okay. Um, if they haven't been putting compost over their yard and creating a soil that can maintain a moisture level, oh. then they won't have grass. Okay. So, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, I was trying, trying to go on the internet, trying to find out. Um, and I, I could only look up for the big per acre, in other words. Uh, and... They were estimating several different 
ag institutions, Michigan State being one of them. Yay. Yay. Um, and I was also looking for A&M, but it was almost like a quarter to a half inch applied to an acre. 43,560 square feet uh, was saving a tremendous amount of water. So just simply adding it to the surface and letting it move into the soil structure, uh, something like 50,000 gallons. Is that, is that without even aeration? Yeah, without even aeration, ah. just laying it on, but consistently laying it on. That uh, was saving an incredible amount of water. And somehow I remember 50,000 gallons or so per acre. Hmm. Um, so, uh, Trace is exactly right. If you want to increase the water holding capacity of your soil, add compost and add it religiously. Because it does break down. It's organic matter. This is a big one, big compost pile. Well, you know, you're doing it religiously. You're doing a quarter of an inch, maybe a quarter inch in the spring, quarter inch in the in the fall. Okay. Now, I, that's what I would recommend. Every second or third year, do a core aeration. That's right. And then put the compost on behind that, and that way some of it will get down in those holes. Right. Mm-hmm. And you'll start to build up uh, a subsoil that can hold the water better. I, okay. I can't count how many times uh, I say that, and I know Trey says it, and I know David says it, as uh, core aerate. Please core aerate at least at least every other year, or every at the very least every third year. But please, 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 the best option is to do it every year, either in fall or spring. And if you have and a, add the compost, if you have a sprinkler system, please mark out in advance where it all is. Oh, yeah. Well, now you there's film. Isn't there film? There, there's a, a horror film according to Calvin. Of someone doing his yard, um, and but uh, yeah, I, I don't know where you can see that anymore. I think the, uh, I think they that was a banned in in the state. I think Calvin put pressure on people to ban it. Um, so okay, you you keep hitting the word hitting the word core very hard. Core aerate, core aerate. Is there a different type of aeration that I shouldn't do, or well, do you want to define what core aeration so I, is? I guess any aeration is better than no aeration, but theoretically, uh, golfing shoes would aerate. Okay, but you're not really helping anything. So you're you're making the hole, but you're com- you're uh, compacting the soil sideways instead of. Uh, okay, does that make sense? Kind of. Okay. So the uh, so the instrument that they're using is is hollow and so when they inject it into the or push it into the ground it's when it comes up it's pulling out a plug and so that's left on the ground and uh that will de- de- decompose and degenerate into the soil but you want to the hole will remain there and you want to add the compost okay to let it go into the uh, soil and it also allows your water to go down deeper. That's a good point. And if your water can go down deeper, you have to water less often. And where does one get a core aerator? Uh, most rental places have them. Okay. Used to be Lowe's and oh, okay. Home Depot. And yeah, there used to be uh, a couple of companies that actually specialize in loaning out uh, equipment. I think they have since gone away. But, uh, but you'd look around, ask... Home Depot or Lowe's. Okay. And, I'll, and I'll bet you it's a service that maybe ABC 
has for their lawn department. Maybe so. I know, I know they can blow compost. Yeah, and actually, yes. uh, Spider Man so does. Uh, uh, I'll have to ask Warren because they do uh, maintenance and lawn stuff too. So we'll have to ask him if he does the core aeration. I bet he does. Um, but yeah. But folks, please, please do that. We have the type of soil that really benefits from core aeration. Uh, like I said, again, every other year, uh, preferably every once a year. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. You were uh, thinking about getting, uh, when I was here the other day, uh, you were putting in an order for, um, I think it was last Sunday, for different stuff to arrive this week. Um, without asking you if you have it, how's your cat situation here? I don't know if it showed up. Okay. But we're we're way down on strays. Not that I want any more. No, no, no. But no, I didn't no. know if the you were going to get some catnip in. I, I know I ordered it, but I never made it to the table, so I'm not sure. Okay, that's funny. Yeah, and I, and I just I gasped when I heard Trace. The horror stories Trace has told about having catnip at the nursery. Like every cat within ten miles was over here. Yeah, enjoying themselves. All high, rolling around on the tables. <laughs> It's, it's, it's quite a sight. You should have a little video. I don't want it to happen. Again, <laughs> okay. Um, so maybe. So you want me to put a trail cam out? Yeah, so you can watch the. Uh, so you can document. So I can, so I can watch the destruction from yeah, my house. Yeah, there you go. There you go. That'd be nice. Watch the money. Just, but, but you just can, can go viral. You can make money off of it going viral. Um, anything uh, else come in in that area that. Because you were ordering a bunch. So uh, that uh, Texas Sage San Antonio Rose yes. yeah. came in. The yes. dwarf one didn't. Okay. Uh, but that one is considered some dwarf as well. But that's, uh, that's a new variety, and it's uh, pinkish. Hmm. On the San Antonio Rose. Right. Yeah. We're still hoping for the uh, the other variety. And, and, oh, it's going to happen. But uh, they said it needed a few more weeks. Okay. No, that's good. And then... It just explain. We've talked about it before, but for folks who don't know, the advantages of it and stuff like that. And I'm gonna ah. of Texas Sage or that particular Texas Sage. That particular one. Um, well, it's uh, it goes right along with all the other ones, but it, it's my understanding it stays a little bit shorter. So you're talking more like four feet. Uh, and instead of the purple bloom, it is pink, and it's named after our town. How can you get any? Right. Better than that. I, I do believe I may be the first nursery, or at least close to the first nursery, to have it. That'd be cool, you know. And, and I know I'll be the first, the first for one dwarf. for the, for the microdorf, microburst. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's why I, I keep asking all the time because I uh, I, I, I think it's going to be great, and I, I want the Milburgers to be the first to have it. Good deal. So there was some new yuccas that uh, came along with that. So there's a another dwarf uh, red yucca that's truly red, and I'm trying to remember the stoplights, I think is what they called it, instead of brake lights. Oh, that's interesting. Yes, so that, one, that is correct. That one was pretty cool, and then there were some uh, large-growing pink-blooming ones that came in. So, uh, yeah, just ask for them when you come in. Let's help David out with uh, a pre-emergent question at 210-308-8867. David, um, welcome yeah. to Milbert. Yeah, what's going on? Uh, I had a couple of questions uh, um, about the 
herbicide that uh, I believe y'all sell is called Crew Pre-Emergent. Yes, sir. And 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 I, I was curious. Um, I, I can't find it on the label, but I, I wanted to make sure it was safe to use um, or didn't damage any of my trees. Post oak, uh, yeah. sorry, cedar elm, live oak, uh, bur oak, and loquat trees. It should not phase them whatsoever. So it's ultimately a seed killer. Uh, so okay. it inhibits uh, root growth on on seeds to stop them from coming up. So your trees already up and going should have zero effect. Okay, and and I, I was also looking trying to determine um, the proper spreader setting to apply the the herbicide and. On their label, I don't see my brand of spreader, and I was trying to... So we go through this pretty regularly. Uh So spreader manufacturers have to pay fertilizer and chemical manufacturers to list their spreader and help pay for the bag. Uh, If they don't help, then they don't put their spreader on there. So at that point, it becomes a rough justice situation. So that, that, I assume you bought it recently, so that would be a 50-pound bag that's designed to do 15,000 square feet. So the first step is knowing how many square feet you have. Do some rough weighing out uh, for sections and set your spreader on the lowest setting where stuff comes out. And you crisscross that area to use the appropriate amount. And then you move on to the next. If you're going to do... Generally, uh, if you don't want to go through all that process, the uh, you're pretty safe going at the minimum recommended uh, or the minimum the minimum level that's on your on your applicator, and then uh, just do a little test, see how much. Uh, so, well, you could do the same thing that Trace is talking about. It just to identify the, the amount of territory, and then see how much, so see how much yeah. of your herbicide is used up. But, but most of the bags will be per thousand square feet. So I'm with Trace. I like to know how many thousand square feet I have. So, and that's times two, you know, two thousand square feet, times two, or one point five. That type of thing, because that's what the bag w- label will say. You, are, you, are you thinking that that the uh, applicators are all the lower one is always different? Oh, every spreader is uh, different. Yeah, every spreader is different. And, and even I like, would like the lowest even, one, even like the ones that we loan out. Um, you know, the more they get used, the set the settings aren't necessarily as accurate oh, okay. as they used to be. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate your help. Thanks, Thanks, David. Yeah, it sounds like a challenging question because you've brought that up a couple weeks now with the spreaders and the bag and stuff. This time of year, it's almost a daily answer. Is it really? Wow. All right, let's take a Uh, quick break. Yes, sir, what were you going to say? I was going to say, again, when we come back, we're going to say what what the advantage of crew is. Okay. So we'll tell you more about crew after this on 930 a.m., The Answer. And 
Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. 210-308-8867. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Mark Peterson. And uh, you give us a call and be a part of the show. Trace will be up here in, in a little while. Back again, he's, he's wandering over here. Uh, always helping a customer. All right, 210-308-8867. So, Mark, you answered a question for me, I think, on Tuesday. But it's uh, maybe other people would have it, too. And that is, if I found some poppy seeds that I hadn't planted yet. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, I answered first, and then Kelvin joined in. Uh, oh, I didn't see Kelvin. Some, yeah, he joined in. Okay. He said he he was more emphatic on the now. Oh. So I had said now, small small case. Okay. Uh, bare soil, plenty of moisture. Put the poppy seeds. You. <clears throat> the question was. Can I still grow poppy seeds? It's too late poppies. to plant them. And I said, yes, you may, uh, because they germinate later on in the summertime. Oh, okay. And I said, yes, but Doesn't you must do, do it now. Doesn't do not to plant them. Yeah. What's that? Doesn't do any good not to plant them. Uh, no, yeah. that's true. And I said, yes. But and I then, thought if it was too late, I would just yeah. wait till next time or yeah. plant them in October if that was the yeah. time to plant yeah. them. You plant them right now. Um, okay. Make sure the soil is bare and have good seed to soil contact. Okay, wet the soil first? Uh, immediately afterwards. Oh, immediately afterwards, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then Calvin was a little bit more emphatic when it was like, now, now. He gets that Well, way. you don't want to get any further behind. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they, the poppies have germinated. Yeah. Okay. So it's already, germination's already going on. No. Yeah. Uh, so somebody else had asked uh, last week about uh, larkspur. Hmm. They wanted immediate, and that's pretty immediate. So your poppies and your cosmos are going to be a little bit later on, but you want to get them into the ground right now. Okay. I can do that. Yeah. I'll do that this afternoon. Yes, please. It'd be great. Right. Uh, I don't know when we're going to get... How much in, sun? In I imagine full sun. Full sun. Okay. That'll well, be the challenge. Yeah. Uh, I didn't look at the weather report. I think we have a chance next week, later on in the week. Oh, of rain? Uh, but uh, it wasn't a very good chance. Of what? Of rain? Of rain, yes. Oh, I'm not seeing it. I got so today, uh, sunny, high near 78. That doesn't sound right. I thought it was going to be even hotter than that. But anyway, mostly clear this evening, high, low around 452, 83 tomorrow. A little gusty, it looks like. But uh, partly cloudy in the evening with a low around 59, 86 on Monday. Wow. Uh, Monday night, low around uh, 64, 86 Tuesday, 61 Tuesday night, 76. Oh, it cools down yeah. on Wednesday. A, 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 and 47 for the evening. A frigid cold front coming through. Oh, Thursday, mostly cloudy with a high near 60. And mostly cloudy in the Thursday evening. I was being, sur- well, being a little bit sarcastic. Yes, I, I know. And the wind was responding. Uh, yes. Oh, uh, so anyway, yeah. So, but uh, like Thursday or Friday uh, or Saturday of next week, there's supposed to be a slight chance. Okay. Right. Right. So we had close to seven inches in January. And we normally get about three at the most. Uh, but we're going to come up short uh, for this month, apparently. Oh, for February? For February. Mm. So, uh, I w- you know, when Trace had mentioned about uh, 
that it, that saws may go to every other week watering. Now, Alamo Heights was in uh, every other week uh, for most, most of last year. Mm. Uh, they were in stage three. And uh, saws doesn't want everyone to go into stage three. It would be uh, a nightmare, mm. both uh, politically, uh, bureaucratically, and, and just simply. It would be very, very hard. However, um, that's why we went tangentially off on the compost. Okay. So if you make your soil better, have more organic matter, it will hold more water. Therefore, you don't have to water as much. And so if we ever did go into every other week watering, uh, your lawn would be able to tolerate it. Okay. So I was worrying about having having thinking about the water situ a rain situation, and him talking about it, I was like, uh-huh. we're supposed to have a uh, a strong a strengthening of La Nina as we get into the summer and into the fall, which means less rain, less precipitation for San Antonio. Oh no, and warmer. Warmer summer? Warmer summer. Oh, man. So we're kind of hoping the uh, El Nino would last a little bit longer into the summer. And now El Nino is where we have more rainfall, uh, warmer temperatures, more rainfall. Okay. It's not going to happen. Not, okay. and, uh, it's all a matter of percentages. Uh, Noel always likes to give percentages. So there's a 55% chance of an early La Nina. Okay. So mm-hmm. slightly better than even, even. And early means March? It, it early mean, means nah, there you go. It also has an end on that. They said, oh. like to say, uh, late summer. Okay. Oh, late summer. Summer to late summer. Okay, summer to late summer. So mm-hmm. what does that mean to you? That would mean end of June through August. Yeah, till late summer. So to me, late summer is September. Oh, okay. You know, I always include September in our area with the summer. So summer exists in San Antonio as June, July, August, and September. Okay. Hmm. I hope. I think that. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, I hope you're wrong too. Yeah. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Okay, Calvin, what do you, since you're emphatic about now, what is uh, some what are some other things that folks should be doing in the garden? What are you doing besides uh, not inviting me over to aerate? Ever again. Ever again. Well, I think uh, there's enough, a lot to do if you've got the... Okay. Um, Rescue grass and the weed or other weeds, bed uh, bed straw uh, that'll that'll keep you busy keeping those under under control. Um, the vegetable garden we're getting, as Mark said, we're right we're right on the edge. You can start your uh, start some of your uh, warm weather plants. Might uh, might be able to do uh, oh that list that list that. You could rush yes. and get, get the uh, greens, another crop of greens right. in, and you can uh, you try the squash and cucumbers. And uh, uh, you think I always you get another crop of broccoli, another plant of mm. broccoli. Maybe? Um, uh, 
Let's see. It's Mar- now, we generally say March 1st, you could. So, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say it's right on the edge there. Yeah. It's all these transitions. Yeah. And so, and but a lot of but a lot of coll- collards and uh, right. spinach is still doing charred and strong. And, yeah. Um, uh, even our even our uh, oh the the bright lights Swiss chard it's good you go doing looking good. Um, that oh our Brussels sprouts have not right. even. Brussels sprouts are just getting into producing some yeah. sprouts, so they're they're got to be continue to be weeded and uh, taken care of. So, so there are opportunities. That's why. Yeah. It's, okay. Uh, over the years, Calvin and I have always said, you know, there's lots of opportunities. We never said there's problems or there's challenges. It, well, we we sometimes say challenges, but it's always opportunities. So there's lots of, lots of opportunities right now for difference. For different uh, vegetables in the garden. On that note, yes. on the best day out of the year, I think we're going to have David Rodriguez here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and when is that? I believe that's March 9th. Uh, I believe so. And that's the uh, best day of the year, huh? Best day of the year. Okay. They can probably figure that out for themselves. I'm, you can tell them if you'd like. I, th- I think I've told them already. I think you have, too. All right. Uh, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hey. James is on the line. Hey, James, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing okay. Hope everybody's well. I got two yeah. questions. Um, I say that because I've been running hard this morning. I'm just sitting down, catching my breath. Good. Uh, in the end of the show. Uh, last, I got a tropical hibiscus in a five-gallon container I bought uh, last spring, and it did pretty good. Um I was advised on this show, uh, I guess in the fall, to cut it back to bring it indoors. Well, I didn't heed the devo- advice, if you will. Yeah. I brought it inside, but I never cut it back. And it's lush with foliage on it, and it's put new leaves on. And I've picked off some of the old ones that are starting to yellow. My question is, I, I know it's really root-bound. Um, I don't want to step it up because I don't plan on keeping it past another growing season. What about fertilization for something that's root-bound and that it's going to be on its second season like that? Uh, miracle Grow, one of the soluble fertilizers, would be relatively easy. Or just some Osmocote. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I got a little bit I of Osmocote. Yeah. Don't overdo it. I didn't fully it. ask the question because I have both of those, and I, I guess I... Either or would be good. Either or. Okay, Os- so Osmocote is always always works. Okay. Well, in almost so, almost any situation like that. So I won't be able to scratch it into the soil because it is a, a big fibrous root mass. I can tell. Can I just sprinkle it on top, and will that be effective? Does Miracle Grow? Well, we used to for years. We just that's all we did was recommend yeah. it. spread it on the top. Now we're doing the, the oh. soil thing. Yeah. Okay, so, I didn't know that. So, so this is a big, James, is a big fibrous root system. Can you, like, pour, pull it out of the pot? I could, but it's pretty heavy, and um, physically I'm just not able to do it right now. Um, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I just, in my in my mind's eye, I just, like, I was just wondering if there's any way you could slice it down the side of the, the it, root ball. Yeah. yeah, that would be ideal. Okay. I don't see that happening, no. Um 
I'll just sprinkle some Osmocote on it. Is it too early to start feeding it? I brought it outside this past week. There was, never, there was never a time that you couldn't have been. So as long as you're protecting it for the new growth from cold uh, year-round. It, yeah, it's okay. the tropical one. It's not our, our native mallow one. So that's Correct. the only thing. Okay. Second question is um, I got a tycoon tomato at the workshop last week in a four-inch container, and I potted it up uh, the very next day in a one-gallon container. And for some reason, um, this tomato plant will not withstand. Uh, I've kept it out of the, uh, the wind. It will not tolerate any sun for more than maybe 30 minutes, and then it will right away. And so I'm having to keep it in the garage, and I don't know if that's going to be detrimental to it. Or what would you recommend, a little strategy here to kind of get it going? I, I, I'm not quite as gentle with them as you are. I would have... I would just uh, give it its choice. Uh, either put up with the sun, or we'll get a new, we'll get another another uh, plant. Uh, it's remarkable how quickly you know I've been dealing with those uh, potting up tomatoes. It's remarkable how qu- quickly they respond to a little change, and uh, and that you know that's that's part of that process, uh, the potting up process too. So. I think I just uh, give it a, a, a little uh, push and say, uh, you, you, "This is the way I need you to respond." And, and if it doesn't respond, I think it will respond. But if it doesn't, uh, if I leave, if I leave it I'll out for a whole another. afternoon, it, it's going to be it's going to expire. I, I can see that. <laughs> well, yeah. if you water it before you in the morning, yeah. um, I'm not sure I that. that if you want to, another another thing that works really slick when the potting up is I I've got that uh, tray that big tray and you put it in the water. Yeah, you do, yeah, you that, do that. You, and uh, you're right. That is a strategy. I have to that would, find that's some. That's like Trace is talking about it would keep it wet while it was dealing with that stressful sun. Yeah, you know what I'm going to okay. do. Well, I'm going okay. to recommend. I, I will do that. I didn't think of that, and I have done that before. I just don't have any trays right now. I, I'll make. I'll find something to make do temporarily. So, fertilizing this young plant, I do have the Miracle Grow. Is it too early to start that process, or or half strength, or what? I don't want to full, kill it because it it seems to be stressed. No, no, right no, now. no. Yeah, full, that's right. full strength and start doing it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, James, right. I, I was going to recommend ice cubes. I always love oh, ice cubes okay. on here. Okay, so slow, re- slow so, release water. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna you're gonna do what Trey said. Water it before you put it out, and then you put some ice cubes on top. Oh, no, that's in, the, in, that the, in like your stepped up pot. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Thank you for the advice. That that hopefully will work. Thank so, you, James. Think, oh, what's that? I think right, my thanks. wife is listening to to Mark too because I saw her yesterday with uh, ice cubes. And uh, that's what she was using to water her orchids. Oh. Oh, I was following the advice, too, but I was doing it with the drink of whiskey. <laughs> Do, well, we, I get, she I get confused sometimes. No, okay. no, no, no. no. It's She's more one of a, for you, a petite one Syrah for me, kind of guy. No, one girl. for you. A what, what, what? Petite Syrah. I don't know what a petite it's Syrah. Wine. Oh. Okay. It's, it's the Syrah with the S-Y-R-A-H. Okay. Syrah. I'll, I'll, 
Okay. I'm just lucky to know how to say it. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, no, no. Trace is absolutely right. I'm, yeah. yeah. All right. 210-308-8867. <laughs> if you go to Calvin's house, it's one cube for me, one cube, one cube for the for, plant. That's right. That's yeah. exactly how it works. All right, 210-308-8867. Let's see, what else uh, should we talk about? Uh, fruit trees. Okay, let's talk about fruit trees. Let's talk about fruit trees because we still have a wide variety here at Millburgers. And you'd like to get those into the ground as soon as possible. So come on by. And they are on sale. Mm-hmm. Would you like me to tell them? Uh, no, not, I'm, I'm, now I have to okay. read. The fruit trees, uh, fruit trees in the number five pot that are normally forty nine ninety nine yeah. are now on sale two for eighty. Yeah, and you know I answered the question earlier. It was like uh, you have good production with one stone fruit. You get better if you have two. They should be pollinators, okay. pollinators at the same time. I'm always reminded of the the classic one with the apples where we hit. We were recommending galas. And somebody else recommended Molly's Delicious, but they had a, a week apart pollination. And, so and you were, should get better production from both trees, not just overall. Correct. So, so how do you feel about pecans? I like them. <laughs> I had one yesterday. I, 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 I was going to say, I had. A, I went to Bucky's earlier this okay. week, and yeah. so I got a big bag. I like, I like pecan trees, yes. even with all their faults. So, pretty good selection of pecans back there. Oh, good. Okay. And my favorite, Desirable. Mm-hmm. And uh, numerous other ones. Okay. We have, yeah. Choctaw's a good one. Pawnee. Yeah, early, early, earlier discussion as the Choctaw, Pawnee, Kiowa, I believe, was another one. But Desirable has been the long-time recommendation for here in this area. And, and why? And th- and what th- makes them so desirable? Good for a good production, uh, limited disease uh, okay. problems. So uh, I've, I've heard it'll pretty much cross pollinate with any other pecan. Yeah, oh, and that okay. was the other, the other the other one. Thank you, Trace. All right. So, quick question on cross pollination. So, it's birds and bees, Milton. No, no, can I knew, we, can I knew we that part. Con- can we have this conversation <laughs> on the radio? So, uh, <laughs> sure, I think we're okay. How far? Does uh, that cross pollinator? How far is too far? B range. Oh, okay. But bees can go a long way. Yeah. So, so if it's if there's another pecan in the neighborhood, am I safe? Probably. Yes. Pretty much. Okay. Yes. All right. Now, same well, with pears. Yeah. No. Well. Yeah. Pretty much. Yes. Okay. Same. Same thing as bee. So I can control it by planting two. But right. if I, if the neighbor has one, then. And, in commercial operations, we're talking 25 to 50 feet oh. between each tree. Okay. So. So about eight steps. Yeah. No, 50 would be more than that. No, no. <coughs> Paces. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. A pace okay, 50 is, big is steps. two steps. So. Okay. Um, so between, depending on your size, between 8 and 10. Okay. All right, 210-308-8867. We are going to take another quick break and come back in a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas, 210-308-8867. Back in a moment on 930 a.m., the answer. 
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer, 210-308-8867. This is a question that Calvin can answer. Um, I was talking to someone uh, and some of our listeners who may be new to San Antonio may be interested in it, too. And that is that um, uh, I was talking to someone they wanted. They moved here from another state and they were amazed at how many different birds we have here in in San Antonio and South Texas. And they were trying to figure out, okay, where should they go to kind of go birding in town? I mentioned Mitchell Lake. Although those that, are wetland birds. That's I was going to say, yeah. that was the first one. That's a okay. good one. Okay, and that's for all kinds of birds, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Both uh, wetland and... Uh, and uh, seasonal and... Yeah. Uh, okay. And then another one would be... Uh, what's the uh, State Park Canyon? On the north, northwest side, Canyon... Or, Government Canyon? Government Canyon. Okay. That's another good one. And then I'm thinking something further west would be good. Uh, now, what will you see at Government Canyon? A combination of hill country birds and some uh, trans, uh, transitory birds coming through. Okay. That, that would prefer an open woodland. And then, hopefully, you'd be able to see some of the endangered birds. Oh. So, uh, Some of the what? Birds? Endangered. endangered birds. So, uh, oh. uh, golden cheek warbler, vacafirio, uh, that type of thing. Okay, so that's. Yeah. Um, where else? Uh, well, just 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 within, or just near within a you know a, a, one maybe an hour's drive. Let's say. Yeah, one of the advantages is that you're you're not very far from. Uh, uh, Rockport, where that's in, yeah, just a huge yeah. difference, and then down to even down to the, um, oh, the valley. The yeah, he was interested in Brownsville and apparently the wild, yes. the wild parrots. Yes, so that's what Calvin was mentioning down the valley. Uh-huh. There is the uh, I can't think of its name. It's a, a hundred and thirty-two acre place uh, adjacent to the Rio Grande. Uh, both butterflies and birds. Oh, Same okay. Sanctuary. And I can't think of its name. If you but think there are so, several uh, several places. We may need uh, our listeners. Uh, no, no. Um, we may need our listeners to help us. Yeah, and then there's a, a place uh, further up near Roma. Uh, it's actually it's uh, a. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, folks. The vice president candidate, Benson, uh, has there's a state park down there uh, along the Rio Grande, okay. uh, approximately Roma, uh, which is a great place as well. Okay. Yeah, what about like some of our parks here, like Hardburger? If I am I going to see Hardburger is a good one. Uh, there's places along the trail, the uh, the Greenway. Yeah, that are, that are really nice places uh, down by Comanche Park on the Salado, and then uh, how much uh, is there? Uh, how much traffic is there? Is it uh, for people traffic uh, in terms of the bird watching? And, uh, well, the, I used to walk the, Yeah, I used to walk the Salado quite a bit, and there's a consistent, but it's not. 
Oh, uh, not heavily used. Okay, so it wouldn't interfere with you. No, no. So uh, go down to Martin Luther King Park and then south to Southside Lions is what I was trying to remember, uh, which is more open, less people, until you get to the little lake. Then it's, then it's a lot of people. But uh, my friend Brad Weir used to go down there looking for a birding, and... Uh, I ran across uh, a couple lovely snakes Ooh. down down uh, down by uh, Martin Luther King. And Me- well, Mitchell Lake is pretty hard to beat too. Uh, I, you know, Mitchell Lake is great because, because of the combination. Now? How does it work now? Do you just go in and? Oh yeah, you. Well, there's there's, spe- there's always charge? special classes. If right. you look, okay. It's, if you look at your saws bill. They list what's going on at Mitchell Lake quite right. often. Oh, okay. So it would be open on the weekends, I believe, but always call ahead. Yeah. And uh, maybe like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Saturday and Sunday, or Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. But call ahead, and Sarah, uh, or the director down there, has lots of programs going on all the time. Oh, okay, good. I realized I could probably just Google it too right now and, and see what was going on, but but uh, there's several locations where you can find the number, Saw's website, uh, the Mitchell Lake mm-hmm. Audubon, whatever. All driving trails are currently open. Yep, Ooh, good. And all trails are open and available for walking. Because there was some maintenance work uh, down by the polders. Uh, they had closed some of the driving trails. Oh, earlier. there you go. Birding, join the country's fastest-growing leisure sport. Mm-hmm. I don't mind so those are great places. I love the uh, Mitchell Lake, so that would be a great place to see uh, lots of different birds because there are some local birds that stay there all the time and then a lot of transition, uh, transitory birds coming through. Migrant. Uh, Migrant is the word I was looking for. Thank you, Kelvin. (laughs) So what birds are kind of in San Antonio now that, like, is there a hummingbird that's visiting? You're always talking about the hummingbirds. I haven't seen them yet. I put put more uh, new uh, hummingbird feeders out just uh, yesterday, but I haven't seen any new hummingbirds. But uh, towhees I saw yesterday, which is... They're they're around, uh, but uh, they're they're pretty neat to look at. So I, re- I remembered something when he starts talking butterflies. Uh oh, what'd you remember? So I've got butterfly weed coming this week. Oh, theoretically. Okay. Uh, Greg's blue mist, <laughs> and a few other uh, butterfly. Okay. Plants. The blue. The well, that that, that that those are great too because we. Uh, in April, we'll expect the my, the monarchs to be coming coming, coming north. Do we do we have any of those uh, white flowered uh, milkweeds left? I believe there's one in the greenhouse. I gotta. I think I better get the, get another one there. Just uh, unbelievable. So it's in the back left corner. Was the last place I saw it. So we need to get you a disclaimer that says everything Trace says is theoretical? Uh, as far as orders go, yeah. <laughs> okay. I think a T-shirt is in order. Oh, okay. We can, we can use that Micron uh, Texas Sage or whatever it was uh, as a... Uh, what's the, what was the name of that? Microburst? It's Microburst, yeah. yeah. So I should have had it last summer. Oh, geez. I should have had it last week. Yeah. 
Okay. But, but, do remember we first saw it in the third, second week of August. And I turned an order in the next week. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's challenging. But you're not the only one that's no, having trouble. No, no, no. We want to be the first. Unfortunately, so. plants are not like Amazon, where yeah. you know you can snap your fingers and get them. they got to go through a growing cycle. They put them in different blocks and hopefully staged out. So God is in control, Milton. Okay. If the weather's not right, the crop doesn't make on time. No. This is one of those situations. Are you seeing, because remember we were talking earlier about things blooming already. Uh, that maybe would have bloomed a little later. Are you seeing plants being offered a little sooner than normal? Maybe a week. I mean, it, oh, okay. That's this, not, this, this yeah. week's perennial selection looks pretty good. Good. And normally you don't see this till March-ish. Okay. Hey, I forgot to, to well to thank you and your staff for uh, setting up that uh, session, uh, the seating and... Uh, adjusting with the audience size and everything today. So your staff has done a wonderful job on that. That's good because I didn't even make it down there once. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, was, I think it's the first time we've had decent weather in a little while. <laughs> they, 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 they didn't have to move the the, the uh, class. People to are wanting. Place. People are definitely wanting to get out. That's for sure. Yeah, I think the garden the gardening hormones are kicking in. So you know what. That's a great lead-in for tomorrow. All right. What you should be doing at this time of year on this weekend. Okay. In the garden. Okay. That's where we're going to start. Yeah. So be prepared. I will. All right. Have your list. All right. Oh, my. Uh, what's that? <laughs> I didn't realize we were that late in the day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's why I was keeping that you know, as a segue for tomorrow. All right. So you've heard us talk about David's going to be here on the 9th. Uh, best day of the year. The best day of the year. Uh, you've heard us talk about some of the sale items. Don't forget, uh, if you go to MillburgerNursery.com, you can find out all those inf- all that information and more. Uh, it's MillburgerNursery.com. And uh, you can find out about upcoming events, uh, sales items, other items, and, and as well, other things that are going on. All right, so we'll say goodbye for today. On behalf of uh, Trace and Dr. Finch and Mark and everybody, uh, thanks to Al for doing a great job. Thanks to you for listening. See you back here tomorrow on 930 a.m. The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.